0: Don't-don't-don't-don't-don't-don't-don't-don't-don't-don't-don't Don't don't, don't, don't. Don't, 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 don't. Don't say it again and I say it Don't-don't-don't-don't-don't-don't Who's to blame y'all? Wow, yeah Tell me who's to blame y'all Wow Tell me who's to blame y'all Who's to blame now yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's to blame, y'all? Dum, 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 dum. Who's to blame, y'all? Dum, 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 Who's to blame, y'all? Yeah. St. Louis Organics presents Who's to Blame? The podcast, episode five fourteen, and I'm your host. Dre Montez. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Children of all ages, boys and girls across the nation. How are we doing? Hello, Spotify. Hello, iTunes. Hello, Anchor. And hello, podcasting world. If you're watching the show live on Facebook, on our page, Who's to Blank? Thank you so much. Are you doing? On Twitter at W2B Dre Montez. Hello. As well as on YouTube, Dre Montez. How all is doing on this? What it do Wednesday. I love Wednesdays. Not the fact that it's the middle of the week. but You know, that that old common phrase of five-day work week. Uh, you are what you work 40 hours. I think all that shit's gone, man. I think hump day can be any damn day of the week. But Wednesdays as a day itself, it feels good. So many great positive things going on Wednesday. For specials if you're a night person. You know, there's all kind of it's ladies' night somewhere, fellas night somewhere. It's usually a twofer somewhere. Great sports on television. If you're a movie-watching person, usually do a double feature. Is that still a thing? Bring back Blockbuster. Oh, the days of way back Wednesday and who's to blame? But more importantly, how you guys doing out there in the land of watching the show live. All right, we got high fives in the building for sure. High fives across the land. Chest pump. Uh, let's hug it out. Oh, yeah. Oh oh oh, 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 yeah. In Wednesday, we usually do two shows. And then we do our Monday Wednesday show of Montez at midday. You can catch it on our Facebook page as well as our Twitter page and YouTube as well. And we do our Every Wednesday episode of Who's to Blame the podcast. And we also added video to that. You can catch that on our Facebook page, Who's to Blame, as well as our Twitter page at W2B Dre Montez and YouTube Dre Montez. All kind of good things out there for you. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. If you're celebrating an anniversary, happy anniversary to you. How is the job going? You're liking your new position. They like calling you boss and sir and ma'am. Is that okay? Uh, you like in new uniform. How's the office going? Secretary you not? how's the parking pass going? All right. All of you folks that move. How is it living on your own? Is it what you thought? All my men out there and women living alone on their own for the first time. You getting some ass the way you thought? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> this isn't a cable movie. That shit's real out here. It's real. You know, they're convincing you not to go out. They want you to use your phone to meet people instead of going out into the wild. I'm old school. Get out there into the wild. You know, we are as happy as cities. We're 157. We could do better. We could do better. I say drop the dating apps. Go back to meeting people face to face. Bring back the one night huh? Bring back speed dating. Bring back Friday Night Fox. You know, those were the days. Huh? People ain't got in their feelings right now. They're scared. They're afraid to meet people. Let's get out there for sure. Huh? We got to get out there. Huh? Let's get through with our manjas for the day, good people. We're going to let it go. Ignore them. Give it time. Don't compete. Stay calm. It's on you. And laugh. You got to laugh. You know, laughing is key. It is one of the most essential things that we need to have that whole circle done by the whole day. I'm not saying I need to dictate your day by you laughing or crying or dancing or whatever it may be, but don't get me wrong. Don't all three sound fun. Who doesn't want ice cream on a Monday morning? Who said ice cream? (laughs) I've had ice cream in so long, but I did have some pecan pie. Shout out to my aunt Terry. But Mother Dukes is turning of age tomorrow, kids. My mom, so stand back, St. Louis. We will be hopping around tomorrow, so stand back. If we make the local TMZ, nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here at all, for sure. But today's podcast episode, we're going to talk on a few things here on episode 514. It is March 1st, so... uh, it is Women's Month, so I was told. Month. Round of applause for the women out there. Quite a few in my family. All right. Two shows nightly, folks. All right. It is tax season. I would like to do my part and help you out if I can. Be a little bit of tax information out there. All right. Unlimited taxes and more. You file the unlimited way. Call 844 563 1040 but text the word cash now to 21,000 or stop by their location, 709 North Euclid. Again, you file the unlimited way, 844 563 1040. Text the word cash now to 21,000 or stop by 709 North Euclid. Tell them Dre Montez said you. Dre told me to come over and get my taxes. I'm trying to get me a car, get my own place. Leave my kids alone and start over. So Dre told me to call. Let's mm-hmm. show what I said. Is it? I love how people think tax money is supposed to be a life-changing event. That shit going in 32 days. You know what you're going to do. Fuck it up. <laughs> you know what you're going to do. Fuck it up. It sounds real good four months ago. How you wrote on that dream list. I'm going to pay all my bills off. I'm going to get my tags. I'm going to get my license. I'm going to get my gas bill out of my kids' names. <laughs> they don't do it. They don't do it. Oh, it's almost that favorite time of the year again, kids. Sun dress season. Oh, it is the greatest time of the year. Oh, it is a fascinating time of the year, kids. Oh, the sundress! Oh, ah, reminiscing of those days of yesteryear. But okay, it's Women's Month, kids. Women's Month, and something has been on my mind. Not the fact that the NFL draft is coming up. No, 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 no. But paying attention to the world of sports when it comes to the woman, I think right now the female portion of the NFL is more visible than ever before. But who's to blame? It does make sense. Look at the transition of other sports when it comes to the female being involved, not just from a cheerleader or a sideline reporter, involved in the team, on a team payroll, outside of a trainer, being really involved. They've been moving up each and every year in decades now. This has been a 40-year plan and movement going on. The time is now. The time is now considering what the NFL is at right now in the state of mind with its fan base. And with how the male athlete in the NFL is perceived outside of football. Think about that. Now, wouldn't that help a little bit more if there was a little bit more female involvement with these teams? We've seen movies about it. TV shows, whether short lived or not, documentaries, books, true stories. We know people. We know women in sports in our own family that don't only play sports or cheer in sports, but actually know the game that can give valuable information to the wins and losses to a game or success of a player's career. And I think the NFL is there right now, whether it be in finance, the front office or with coaching positions. I think it is needed right now. It is time. We already know that. Well, I definitely know from the fan base side. The female fan is more direct, not hurtful. No, they only get hurtful if they're with a male counterpart. But if it's just woman and woman talking about sports, what they see in front of them, that is the topic of discussion. The shit is more on point than every life itself. But I think the NFL, besides the NBA, they can be the two frontrunners. But the NFL definitely could really perpetuate the movement of getting women more involved in the front office of the NFL outside of just being a pretty face on the sideline in a cheerleading outfit or with a microphone, but actually involved in everyday team activities, not just answering the damn phone either, a real position in sports. We've been talking about minority ownership, minority involvement in the front office, as well as women in the front office. And right now, I think the NFL really is in the right position to do something to advocate that they're about the positivity of the NFL moving forward, because we can't call it the Rooney Rule anymore. So to get that off the minds of the people, not off the mind, but there's something else going on in the NFL the women movement, the female movement in the NFL. It is now the time to happen. We know there's a little bit of minority ownership here and there, but really involved in the actual daily activities of an NFL franchise. I think now, and I think within now, because in Indianapolis right now, not just the damn combine, the measuring stick is out. But right now there are more minorities and women in, in Indianapolis applying for these jobs right now this is the time this is it we're gonna come a long way helen hunt from quarterback princess we have come a long way a long way Icebox from from uh the little giants we've come a long way and i think the nfl could really utilize this and do well by being a major backer of this type of component of a hire Minority ownership and women in the front office. What could go wrong here? That's where the NFL needs to go. Well, you can't go backwards. We've seen what that shit was like five years ago, 10 years ago. Do I need to go further? Who's to blame? I give you guys credit a lot, these two major sports leagues. I give the NBA and the NFL more credit for listening to their fan base than the other two. Hockey going to do what the hell they want to do. Major League Baseball, please. Grandpa going to be grandpa. Let it go. That's Major League Baseball. But these other two, they get it. They're actually listening to the fans. You wanted sports on the phone. You wanted sports streaming. What well, damage you got? It. That wasn't us. It was the fans. As a base, as a unit, as one, as a whole. The other two, they made changes without us. Being involved. We paved the way for the celebrations in the NFL. We did that. The fans. That had nothing to do with no damn committee in Florida or in Vegas. On Jerry's yacht. None of that. We did that. So can you imagine what we could do as fans if we all get together with this push and movement of the NFL listening to us again? You let the people that don't like the NFL talk to us, they're going to tell you that the NFL is done and dead in 25 years. Who's to blame? Not saying this is a savior or a saving moment for the NFL, but it doesn't hurt to listen. Ain't that what they tell you when your marriage is about to fail? I don't want to go see no damn therapist. You're not, But it doesn't hurt to listen. That's all we want the NFL to do. It doesn't hurt to listen. That should be our new signs at the NFL draft in Kansas City. It doesn't hurt to listen. What's the harm in listening? Huh? We listen to each other all the time, but what's the harm in listening to us on one particular day? About a couple of things. The only two things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about league increase in ticket sales. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about your redonkulous prices in these streaming fees. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about NFL apparel going up in feet. We're not going to talking about that. We're going to talk about two things. Minority ownership and women in the front office in the NFL. That's it. Give us two hours, Roger Goodell. Boom. Mm-hmm. I'm Dre Montez, and you have my word on it right here today. Here on episode 514 of Who's to Blame? the podcast, which, boy, it is the first of the month. As many people like to play that song to remind them to either pay their bills or they about to get paid. <laughs> One of the two things right there usually comes across the board in that way, shape, or fashion. So let me know what you think about that for sure. And next up, what I want to talk about and discuss today on today's podcast is... We know Major League Baseball has endured a lot over the past few decades. Changing of the times, keeping up with the Joneses, understanding the transition in the game, in the athlete themselves, getting past the steroid epidemic, coming to grips and terms with it, seeing the change in viewership, how to find a new way to attract today's fan. We get all of that. So a change must be made and Major League Baseball decided to make some changes this year. We discussed it a few times on last week's podcast, but I think Major League Baseball, I think talk is gonna be done more in baseball than ever before. When I mean by this, I mean the communication factor on the field. Because due to the time clocks, and so far after the first week we've shaved 23 minutes. Bravo baseball. Bravo. In a way I kind of think major league baseball kind of messing up uh fellas going out after the game to go to the strip clubs. Cuz now you now we got to adjust our times now because I mean at first you know the games lasted 3 hours so Ted and I had a you know an hour to kill but now They're going to know nationwide that games are ending early, so now we got to pregame a little better now to go to strip clubs after the baseball game. Footnote, who's to play? But the communication and the talking on the field will increase more this year. You got to get more creative with giving your signs out. I mean, the bat boy will be affected. The leadoff hitter, whoever you bat behind will be affected. You got to pay attention more than life itself. I think steals and baseball will be up more than this, more than ever. I think more teams will take advantage of this. I think probably next week in spring training, we'll see more teams probably going after trying to steal some bases. Is this an exciting time for baseball? Was this the right time for baseball to attempt and do this type of a As the older people that love the game of baseball, my radio people out there, what the hell is baseball doing? What does the size of the base have to do with anything? Who puts a clock on grace? I get all of that. Guys have rituals. They have routines. They've been doing this since the age of 7 or 10 or 12 years old, and now you want them to change? Yes. For that amount of money, yes. Comply. Comply or suffer the consequences. I think ejections will be up the first two weeks. (laughs) There's going to be an example made on each and every team, but I'm just saying the talk. After the first month, I think the Major League Baseball Committee will get back together and look at the data and see if it's heading in the right direction. If you look across the board, all sports have attempted to make a change whether good or bad. Believe it or not, the NFL used to fire a gun. They used to fire a gun to mark the end of a quarter or the half. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if they did that today? See, that was a change that was needed, they need to make that change. Will this affect the purity of the game? Will this attract more fans? Will this make you more want to go to more games, knowing that you will be there in less than a Kevin Costner drama movie, three hours. But I'm on on both sides of the fences here. I'm I'm old school. You can't rush a great thing. There was nothing wrong with the game to me. People love the nine to seven games with six home runs between both teams. I get it. Slim-a-lima-ding-dong. Chicks dig the long ball. I get it. But when you're trying to figure out how to hit that pitcher and it's now in the seventh inning and you have no hits. That's beautiful. That's baseball. That's something you can't get back that moment in time, the mechanism being cleared and released all at one time. That is the pure ingredient of baseball. And now you want us to adjust that fast. Well, Rob Manfred, I know you want the players to act one way. Well, what about the fans? What about us? Are we ever going to be involved in any decisions made by Major League Baseball ever again? Because every time you try to involve us, Major League Baseball comes in and overtakes it. When are we going to have a say-so outside of retro hats and fucking jerseys or a team giveaway? When are we going to have an actual say in what Major League Baseball is doing to better the quality of our game? When are we gonna have a, a say in this? Because mm. Willie and I want to know who's to blame. I'm not mad at baseball. You know, we saw the drop in ticket sales across the board. We saw the average fan base. We know who's there past the third inning. We know who's there just for the damn giveaways. That's why we're not giving the giveaways out into the fifth inning. Because these people are just coming in, getting the candy, and fucking leaving. You're gonna stay and watch this shit. You, get, you want the giveaway? Stay to the fifth inning. How about that? We Dre said change all the rules on fan giveaways. Only ones who get, get the damn toy and leave are kids under five. Now, get the motherfuckers up out of here. Get the little baby son of a bitches up out of here. Keep the grown folk here. Let's change the giveaways, give them away in the fifth inning. Keep them in the seats. Now let's see how much we're going to stay for this game. How about that? Mm -hmm. make them stay in their seat Mm -hmm. we're going to get some fan participation this year in baseball no giveaways at the beginning of the game you want the giveaway you got to be there in the fifth inning and we'll come by and pass them out through the stadium they'll probably run me out of town (laughs) get that son of a bitch off the air what's wrong with him he doesn't know what he's talking about Trust me. I mean, just think of how many people go to the game just for the giveaway. Those of you know who you are. Just imagine if you stayed at the game just to the fifth inning. Maybe you can really contribute to the conversation at work the next day. So, Debbie, how was the game yesterday? Oh, my God. I had no idea they did that. Because now Debbie stayed at the game. You see, when people stay at the game, you, 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 instead of just getting the shit and leaving, you know, you know, you know, know, there are people out there like that. They just go to parties just for the free food and drink. Sometimes, you know, you got to contribute to the conversation. That's what the people want. Hmm? Who's to blame? It goes up, it goes down each way, and each way it can, but it is Women's Month, and I want to see what the NFL is going to do this offseason when it comes to the Woman push in NFL, which I foresee, which I, I'm high five in this moment. I'm down for it. It's needed. It must be done. The men in the NFL in the front office, those of you who know who you are, some teams need a female leadership. It can be inspirational. Huh? They don't always just have to play and put on the cheerleading outfit. How many people have written a book, didn't play the sport? How many people do you listen to right now that never played professional sports, never got paid from a team, but talk about it as if they do? That's why I see the push coming. And I think the NFL and the NBA is on point when it comes to this. Who's to blame? Boys and girls, children of all ages. Thank you, as always, for tuning to another episode of Who's to Blame? the podcast. As always, I'm your boy, Dre Montez. And until next time, in the words of my great grandpappy, don't forget to visit the website at www.dremontez.com. Until next time, peace. See you later. Until next time.